next on PIJN News. Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Maybe you know somebody who struggles with addiction, whether it's drugs or gambling or uh, sex addiction. There is hope and there is healing. In fact, Mike Tourville has an organization that gives Healing Voices a project. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have a live interview with Mike Tourville, who leads healingvoicesproject.org. That's the website. And I wanna welcome him from Western Massachusetts via Skype. Mike, how are you today? Doing good. Thank you for having me, Dr. Chaps. I appreciate it very much. Yeah, no, I'm so honored to meet you. And uh, you're helping people get out of addiction or are you giving voices uh, and testimonies of people who have recovered? Oh, both of those, uh, in <laughs> fact. It's, it's, we're all about three things, prevention, intervention, and treatment. Okay, so let's take those in turn. Um, where is your organization located and, and how did you get started with this? Oh, sure, we're in Agawa, Massachusetts. That's in Western Massachusetts. And we got started, you know, there's always a uh, unexpected path, at least in my case, um, I guess, started because I had written a book called Voices from the Fallen. And this shows eight true stories in Western Massachusetts that have all been affected differently, different causes, effects, and outcomes of drug or alcohol addiction. And these are true stories. These are people who, many of them who I've known, and the stories reflect everyday people. And they're not dry case studies that we've all heard about. These are personal, these are intimate. These are people who you get to know, get to care about, get invested in their outcomes, and hopefully hopefully learn something from. Um, through the writing of the book, Voices from the Fallen, and the follow-up from that, I received so many calls and so many people who said, my goodness, Mike, those stories are very compelling. Here's another story, can you write this story? Can you write about my story or my family member? And as much as I'd like to, uh, that's a lot of effort to write and to put another book together, I thought there's got to be a better way to share information, to share stories. And hence, the uh, that was the genesis of the podcast called Healing Voices Project. Okay, so hold up the book. Uh, it's sure. Voices from the Fallen interesting title it, the, you wrote this book and it details eight real life stories did you change the names or how did you meet those eight people yes uh i some of the names were changed obviously um some were not um and uh i met them some of them i've known a good part of my life and a few were referred to me um my aunt and uncle uh, i'll mention them george and marilyn ekimovich I love them both, and they run a program called Celebrate Recovery. And if you've ever heard of Celebrate Recovery, I it's have. A That's a nationwide program, I think. Yeah. Yes, and they run an, um, a program in Western Massachusetts, and they referred a couple of people who I've gotten to know. They're in the book, and besides them being interviewed and being in the book, as they become good friends. So that's another thing that's that's come from this. Um, and a few people I've known. In fact, some people I've known 
a few people in the book um, many years, and unfortunately, a couple of them, they, the stories don't always turn out well. And I, you know, I have to face the reality of that. A lot of great stories about recovery, very inspiring stories of how people turn their lives around, but we can't ignore the reality um, that sometimes death is a part of this. And I, I think that people have to be aware of that. And it's the reality, you know, that has to be, that families have to face. Okay, so after you wrote that book with eight stories, you got so many overwhelming requests that other people wanted to tell their stories. How does your website or healingvoicesproject.org help publish some of the new stories that are forthcoming? Well, we interview, and I, I don't even, I, they're conversations um, uh, with people, and a few of the people that are on the program, Healing Voices Project, were also featured in the book. And so they've told their story, and I think with why we videotape it rather than just a podcast, I often say it's more than a podcast, because, you know, you, you, when you see when you see people, you feel them, you see their body language, you look them in the eyes, you feel like you get to know them more personally. And I think that's an important factor. Um, so when we were asked to tell these stories, um, I, I thought, okay, let's, let's find a better way and include more stories. We've done about 55 episodes so far. And I tell you what, I get emotionally uh, impacted by all of them. In fact, writing the book, um, it, it wore me out. I mean, because these stories are so emotionally impactful that I felt like I was part of it. I felt like I lived through some of these struggles and uh, felt the emotions they felt. And I had to take a break. I cried so many times when I wrote this book. And and I thought, wow, this is, this is really something. These stories need to be told. And this is why we now have the program, Healing Voices Project. You know, the other thing is, is besides the stories, is the people who work in this field. And I often say, my goodness, I wrote this book with eight stories and I was just emotionally spent. Wow. And I have to, I am impressed, I'm in awe. I, I really commend the people who work in this field every single day. Yeah. It's, it's something. And, yeah. and the Celebrate Recovery groups are available in a lot of churches across America. People can Google that. Uh, but we're gonna take yeah. a short break. When we come back more with Mike Tourville, of the healingvoicesproject.org. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. I'm Dr. Chaps. You know, Jesus taught the parable about sowing the seed and you don't want it wasted. You want it to grow with 30, 60, 100 fold for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. I'll tell you three mission areas that we're doing here at Pray in Jesus Name. I think our charity does more with less than any other charity I know. We are fertile seed. For example, number one, we pray in millions of television homes every day or every weekend on eight networks. We have 2.5 billion home TV impressions every month. The second area, we feed orphans and children. In some of the poorest slums overseas, we're building a new vocational school, we're digging wells, and we're serving the poor when you give to pray in Jesus' name. Number three, we defend religious freedom, especially for our troops and our chaplains. We've now helped send five million petitions to Congress. We've helped change bad laws or policies in 13 states and four times in federal law. You know my story as a former Navy chaplain, standing up for the right to pray in Jesus' name and defending religious freedom. 
Would you donate today? In fact, we want you to come up monthly pledge sponsor. When you visit PrayInJesusName.org, on the right side, click the monthly pledge sponsor button at PrayInJesusName.org. Your monthly gift will help change the world in Jesus' name. Do you need a physical or spiritual healing? Are you being tested or tried? When Jesus needed to pray, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane. Do you need to really connect with God? If you're visiting Colorado Springs, come see the Gateway Prayer Garden just south of the city along Interstate 25. Walk our prayer trails among the trees by the beautiful Fountain Creek. Stand at the foot of our large cross and connect with Jesus. Enter our life-size replica of the empty tomb and spend time reading key Bible verses etched in stone along our ground cross as big as a football field. Join our worship gatherings and plan to attend our annual Easter sunrise worship service. We're located off I-25, exit 132A at 8035 Bandley Road, just north of the KOA campground. Experience Jesus at gatewayprayergarden.org. That's gatewayprayergarden.org. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Mike Tourville, who's written an important book, Voices from the Fallen. Mike, hold up the book and describe uh, if there's a subtitle or where can people find it? Sure, you can find it pretty much anywhere um, books are available. It is called uh, Voices from the Fallen, and it is uh, the subtitle is True Stories of Addiction, Grief, Recovery, and Courage. And it is available on Amazon, as well as on our website, healingvoicesproject.org. Fantastic, and now you lead an organization that has a different title? The healingvoicesproject.org is the organization that we're doing now, um, which stemmed from writing the book. Um, as I mentioned earlier, the many people had contacted me, contacted me after the book asking about sharing their stories. And so we thought there's gotta be a better way to do this. So this is why we started the podcast, the program called Healing Voices Project, where we can share those stories and get the information out. That's great. And now you've published 55 real testimonies of people. So just take us through a couple, because you said there's a three-step process uh, that you're involved in, prevention, and what are the other two? Prevention, intervention, and treatment. Uh, because when you, prevention's, I think important because if you prevent it, you won't have to deal with the intervention or the treatment. And we try to catch that early by creating awareness. And among young adults, mostly in parents, where we say, okay, um, what information is helpful um, to, to cue people off? What are the signs people should look for? And when you go into intervention stage is when there's a recognition that there's a problem. And how do families deal with that? How do they approach? How do they for lack of a better word, confront someone where they suspect there's some activity. And what can they do then? Because many times people have misinformation or a little bit misguided. And with the wrong information, sometimes decisions are made that become counterproductive and can sometimes cause more harm than good. And I recognize that when writing the book, Voices from the Fallen, because often people, families said, we didn't know what to do. So in doing that, we made some mistakes. So I think this has to be information that's out there. So people say, okay, what, what can I do? Who can I hear from? And so that's why we have also professionals that work in the field that share, what's the first phone call you make? You know, how do you 
approach somebody without it being confrontational? Um, what are the best approaches with people? So, and then treatment, of course, the last part of that is when you're past that point, um, where does somebody go to rehab? Do they go to detox? What's the first call they make when somebody says, okay, I need help? Where do they go? And it, it depends on so many things because each story is different. But this is the information that we think is important to share, all three of those. Uh, and this is why it's not only the stories that inspire people, it's updates and information about intervention and also treatment options so people know what to do. Is it a medically assisted treatment program like methadone or do we go a different route? And this is information people need to know. So addictive substances are usually sold for profit by somebody who wants your money, right? And they cast they cast their spider web out there, you know, and they're looking for flies. And then suddenly this young person kind of gets tangled and then they're trapped and they've given all their money. The dealer is very happy because he got rich, but now the young person's life is ruined and they're struggling to get out of it. Uh, how do you, Bring, uh, besides intervention, you know, you kind of, sometimes you need to be a little bit confrontational. And besides treatment, sometimes you, you need a hospital to detoxify your body. But what's the message? Is there a faith-based element? Uh, does God get involved to help you? Often, yes. I think God is very important in this. And there are so many families that have run out of options. They've run out of things, so they exhaust themselves. And then sometimes they say, well, we found a Christian program and that Christian program worked and celebrate recovery is one of those programs that had worked very well. In fact, it's mentioned a few times in the book voices from the fallen because the celebrate recovery program talks about more than just substance abuse. It's gambling and other types of addiction, behavioral health and things like that. And I absolutely think that the Christian religious programs where God is involved, it makes a massive difference a massive difference and it's very noticeable and this is why we mentioned it a few times in this book because that that cannot be ignored. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Um, without naming anybody's name, can you share one specific story that really shocked you? Well, one that I felt more connected to is the, the last story in the book and in the book, his name is Jeff. And Jeff in the book, um, he's a 53-year-old grandfather of four. He went through some back injuries, pain medication, which led to an opioid dependency, which led to a heroin addiction. A man in his mid-50s, a grandfather of four, plus several, a few daughters, um, ends up in the alleyway, separated from his family, overdoses. It's a tragic uh, falling apart of a family. It's this very tragic story. Uh, and yet Jeff, um, survived the overdose. Now, in the meantime, his family separated from him. His wife divorced him and his wife was a very Christian. They were a Christian family. She did not want to divorce him, but she felt there was no other way. So she had to divorce him. So a few months before their 40th anniversary, they got divorced and the family was apart and it was a very sad story. However, Jim, Jeff, Jeff is, uh, overcame that he and his wife went through a program they went through celebrate recovery
Hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I don't know what happened. Yeah. No problem. Uh, Let's go ahead and pick up with that thought. He and his wife, uh, take him full screen for a second. Okay, okay, here we go. Complete that thought. He and his wife. He and his wife, after, after divorcing, after just a few months before their 40th anniversary, he and his wife both got involved with Celebrate Recovery. That program, and with God involved in the relationship, he started to seek treatment. He started to get help. The family got together, and they got remarried on their 42nd anniversary. And now the family is whole again. The family's healed. Uh, everybody's good, and if it wasn't for God in that relationship, it would have fallen apart. He's very fortunate that he survived the overdose, but that story hits me. One, because I'm very close to his age, and I have four grandchildren, too, and I relate to that story. Um, But there's a good example of how when all things were lost, they can be found again. Thank God for that example, and there is hope, ladies and gentlemen. If you know somebody who is stuck, Uh, Maybe you as a viewer are stuck. We're gonna have more encouraging words for you with Mike Tourville after this. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I wanna introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry and the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray in Jesus' Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support and you can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PRAYNEWS and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm gonna put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show. My employees and I are excited to announce it's our 20th anniversary. And to celebrate, we're bringing you a limited edition My Pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with the most amazing cotton. Two inch pipe gusset comes in four custom loft levels and it's machine washable and dryable. When I got my pillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well rested in the morning. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. That's why we've been around for 20 years because my pillow works. Go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary my pillow queen size. Retails for 69.98, now only 19.98. That's right, only 19.98. With my 60-day money back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. Sleep well, America. My towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wouldn't dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com 
defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Mike Tourville of HealingVoicesProject.org. Mike, if somebody out there has recovered and and they want to go on your podcast and tell their story, are you taking uh, uh, interviews? Yes, yes I am, and absolutely. We'd love to talk with them, we'd love to share their story. There are so many stories, and you know, there's so many people who want their stories told, and I found also an amazing uh, thing that I've learned so much from meeting with and talking with people. So many people who have gone through addiction themselves and now devote their lives to helping people through this because they they know they they know exactly what it takes. They know it's what it's like to go through it. They know the pain, the struggle, the challenges. And I think there are so many people who want their stories told, and sometimes they don't have a, a means to to write their story or to tell it. So absolutely, people can get in touch. Go on the website, Healing Voices Project, and you can contact me via email. I like that, healingvoicesproject.org. Mike, uh, tell us another one of your stories. Well, uh, (laughs) there is um, another, Debbie and Dennis, and uh, Debbie and Dennis run another program. In fact, they're involved with Celebrate Recovery also, coincidentally. Um, Dennis and Debbie, Dennis, same thing, he was um, addicted to marijuana. And people say, oh, marijuana is harmless. To me, it's not because it does lead to other things. He was selling it, got into one thing, started using heroin. um, And he and his wife had a few children. They ended up separating. Um, And at one point in the story, and they're featured in the book, is that they were separated. Cops came to the house. All hell broke loose. And um, he had to be forced out of the house. He went to a church and he met some people through Celebrate Recovery. And um, he wasn't involved in any religion, Christian programs before, but this opened up his eyes. And he approached his soon-to-be ex-wife at the time and said, hey, listen, I got this program. I, I think it's going to help you. It's help me, help us. She dismissed it at first. Um, finally, she came around. And uh, now, not only are they back together, they've had grandchildren. They attend the program. They run a program. And also, Debbie and Dennis Gonzalez from Holyoke, Massachusetts, run a wonderful program uh, called Hope for Holyoke, in which they have a center, a treatment center, that they both run together. So do you have a center or just a podcast? What? How do you recommend that somebody go into a center and what should they say? Well, I think sometimes there's a lot of programs, like we have one in Western Mass called Learn to Cope. And if you can call, each area may have a different phone number or contact, because if you call any typical recovery center, usually they will refer you after a, a short interview to say, okay, here's my problem. It, my advice is make a phone call to a local recovery center, treatment center, or rehab. It doesn't matter, but just make the phone call. Getting that phone call, the people there are trained to say, okay, what's what's happening here? Who do you call next? And guide you on a path to recovery. But making the phone call, it almost doesn't matter where you call because most of the people are trained to say, here's what to do next. Here's the type of help you need now and direct them to the best place. Um, you don't have to get the right place at the right time. You get one and usually they're professional enough to redirect you to the right place. I like that, and 
whether that ends in a, a church or not, uh, that's, you know, 10 steps down the road. But, but the first thing is to ask for help. And, and whatever yes. form of help you can receive that in, it, it's possible that God is gonna be the actual helper at the end of this trail. But if, even if you're not open to that process, just ask for help. You, you can't do it yourself. When a fly is caught in a spider web, he can't untangle himself. The spider's gonna keep sucking his blood, right? Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's a bad metaphor, I'm sorry. But, <laughs> but, but there is, there are trained professionals out there, the ones that you have met and the ones that you talk about, uh, and you're one of those now. Welcome to their family and, and welcome to the Pray in Jesus Name family. Uh, Mike, we have just two minutes left. What is your pitch to somebody out there who is stuck? <laughs> One is the old, admit you have a problem, but recognizing that, tell somebody, talk to somebody. Because isolation, when you keep things to yourself, it's the worst. We saw that especially during COVID, right? The isolation, and it certainly had a heavy impact on, on addiction. Talk to somebody, open up, ask for help. That's the first thing. After that, you might be amazed at the things that happen by simply asking one person for help. Well, that's a really good uh, first step. I wanna offer, as a chaplain, I was a Navy chaplain and, a, and an evangelist, I wanna pray for somebody out there who is in that situation. Uh, if you would indulge me. Father in heaven, I pray your blessing now on somebody who is in that valley of decision. And maybe they've made some bad decisions and maybe that's gotten them into a place where they can't get out, they can't untangle it themselves anymore. Jesus, you are a rescuer, you are a savior. And Jesus, I ask that as they look up to you, even if they just bow their head for a moment in a simple prayer and just say, help me, God, help me. Let, let God be the first phone call they make and then other people will step in. God, I ask you to meet them more than halfway. I ask you to meet them all the way, to get into the gutter with them, the way that Jesus came down from heaven and lived among us. Jesus, rescue that man or woman who is in the gutter and just take their hand and clean them up and bring them home. They used to remember a safe place. Well, Jesus, you are now the safe place. You are the home that they need. And Lord, I pray that you reunite them and heal their addiction, but heal their relationships and their families. Uh, let them have a network of support uh, and let it begin with a simple call for help. I pray this blessing in Jesus' name, amen. All right, amen. Mike, we're almost out of time, but hold up your book again and mention your website. Yep, the book is Voices from the Fallen. True Stories of Addiction, Grief, Recovery, and Courage. And the website is healingvoicesproject.org. And thank you again for having me. Okay, thank you. Our website is prayinjesusname.org. Please donate today. This is a viewer-sponsored program. Can't bring you these important interviews unless you sponsor us. And, and we need you to rescue us because we're in the red sometimes and we're losing uh, uh, anyway, we give away our money to bring this. Would you please join at PrayInJesusName.org. If you need to call for prayer, or if you just prayed with me, call us right now at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. And operators are standing by to pray with you. We'll see you next time.
Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.